I'm going to have to look that up. Aloha, everyone. Brian here. It's been too many weeks. I have fallen under the same condition that I know ails most of you. Uh, many of you are definitely stronger and more persistent and able to do your recordings, but like everybody else, real life gets in the way of the podcast. So I just thought, since I've got a few minutes to carve out, <laughs> I'd give a little bit of update, maybe put some thoughts out there. Um, first, to start with, that I know the RPG a day was going on, and right before August started, I did think about at least trying to put some things out. I doubt I would have made a daily uh, pod, even a small one, just with the way things are going here, work-wise, house hunting-wise, etc. But for those of you that are putting it out, I've been listening to a few. uh, Definitely hindsightless. I was listening to Jules uh, from NZ and actually Arcane Alienist. I believe, and I could be, I could be wrong, BJ, but because I've been getting caught up on a lot of podcasts. Uh, so if I am, uh, please forgive me. But anyway, I know that the topics are pretty, it, it's a pretty good idea. It's pretty cool to see people putting things out there that, again, I mean, you know, it's, it's out there for others to listen to, appreciate, you know, even use or get inspired by. So that's always been a pretty cool idea. I think that's why I liked when I first got into it, reading the blog so much and Frothcast. And obviously um, it's a dual-edged sword because getting into this, I was overwhelmed and surprised and overwhelmed. So pleasantly surprised at just how many ways you could now game the plethora of resources that were available for free or for very small amounts. You know, the pay what you want. It kind of, it goes back to the old days when I first learned programming on my Texas Instruments, my dad's Texas Instruments computer and basic, that there were, uh, it quickly got into freeware and, you know, pay what you want for different software. And this was actually, I think we got into this actually after we got a floppy disk drive. We used to use the puncher to punch both sides. So uh, if you're not familiar with any of this, just go back to the part where I said hello and <laughs> skip all this on the next playthrough. But it's it was pretty reassuring just to see the the community and and I guess this stretches across different genres and games, but just how much re, how much how many resources were out there for you to use in that you could get you know pretty basic rule sets you know or when you when you set on one or a few you'd buy the rule set and you get lots of content that would supplement your own content you know for free or inspire you to make your own. But then, of course, the dual-edged sword is you know that as great as that is, you still end up buying things. And I am no <laughs> different. And in fact, gosh, I think we talked about, you know, just to, just to catch up, to go from RPG a day to some of the other things happening. I think we talked about Dying Earth. Uh, I did read, I am in the, in the, one of the Dying Earth sets that I have, the Kugel. I'm in the, just about the end of the second story. Um, and to be honest, I found the first story, uh, Real to the Magician, much better. It was the series of short stories, which to me, just illustrating how vast and weird the world is and why it makes a good setting. There are some repeating characters, but not many. So it really lends itself to, at least in my view, to, to being a world you can play in without having to repeat the adventure. The Kugel Adventures, I, I enjoy, I think a little less so than the first book, but 
it's entertaining to watch him stumble through adventures and try to talk his way out of it. So it seems like he would do much better in, well, I don't know if he'd do better, but he seems more apt to fit inside of Lankmar and <laughs> the way that he approaches everything and uh, his priorities anyway. So I've been enjoying that. Of course, back the Dying Earth Kickstarter and watched it, you know, cruise over the, the top of their stretch goals. And so, like many others, I am eagerly awaiting it next year, but now I will have to save dearly to afford the shipping for the, you know, three cases of material they're going to send, which is a good problem to have, as Atmosphere would say. Very good problem to have. Uh, also, I've been thinking about getting into Cthulhu a bit more, and I think I've made the comment here and to some others. Before we left, one of the things I, I picked up was the 7th edition starter set, just to kind of read through it, I had read through the quick start and played a little bit of the, the solo adventure that was out at one point, but wanted to go through it and essentially run it. And so I haven't actually gotten a chance to run it because I read through it and then stuck it in a box and it's on its way here. But of course, the, the Call of Cthulhu classic came out. And one of the things that, that I found, and mainly because over the past few years getting into it, most of it has been through PDFs, um, even though you know I bought plenty of physical books, or at least for me, plenty of physical, just due to our movements in the RV and then the movement here, most books that I have were, you know, packaged up quickly to send or have been, you know, away from me. And most of the gaming has been a PDFs, uh, with the exception of a few of the key 5e books that we needed. Although we did start with the basic rules, and I said we've had better, various iteration of the starter sets. Uh, even for, for DCC, it's great that, you know, I've got the PDF, so I've been able to carry that with us when we want to do a little gaming but i find and it could be just age <laughs> but i find i miss a lot of the physical products and having them and again getting to the point to have that library where i have some rpg books adorning the wall with everything else so it seemed pretty pretty easy to buy into a big couple of crates of cthulhu material that should be here maybe the end of the year anyway uh, so transitioning over to gaming updates for me, it's it's pretty much been the usual. Um, still in my weekly uh, virtual telework officer RPG, which many of you are also participating in. And, you know, we've got a few new campaigns going, new projects. <laughs> and, uh, the, the, you know, the good thing is that I'm easily able to continue that with the plethora of tools from here. Uh, the continuing pandemic and then the flare of cases uh, not just in the u.s but definitely in australia it's not nearly the numbers as in other places but it was enough to shut down sydney and therefore new south wales melbourne and we had a week lockdown here in brisbane we got out of quarantine i think i called from the airport which is again a little surreal and from that time new south wales has still been in lockdown and still had cases and so I know folks down there going a little stir crazy and actually now work with a few folks down there and, you know, share, share some sympathy with them. And, uh, you know, if nothing else, I said, I, I do know how it was when we had our two weeks there looking out the windows and watching a, a very quiet, uh, city, definitely, definitely a quiet Sydney. And so we have been fortunate up here. Uh, it's still very, 
to me, it's not restrictive, but obviously mass distancing and things are trying to move at a smaller pace with more restrictive limits on attendance and other aspects. And the cases aren't severe, but I think some of us hold our breath every now and then that we'll end up in a in a lockdown. And truth be told, it's one of the unfortunate things that we saw last year and in, in talking to others here, uh, Australia and, you know, like a few other countries were, were so good with initially locking down, restricting flights and, and taking some pretty longer term severe restrictions, especially on travel. Uh, you know, and so that that affects obviously personal travel, but business travel and it's affected the businesses. And so they've done this and, and allowed people short of that to get back to a more normal life. But then as soon as the Delta variant and the cases flared up over the last month or so, it, it just goes back into a little bit more severe restriction. And the, the big, I think the, 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 it's not necessarily a tragedy. I mean, it is tragic, but the vaccine rollout has been slower here just because of the available supply and not necessarily having the necessity as other countries did, namely namely the United States, because we were so poor at perhaps managing it and controlling the spread, that it's slow to, to roll out. And so we are among the, you know, the few or at least the smaller set of the population that's been vaccinated. And in talking to most of our family and friends, many have been, you know, trying to make appointments and they finally have, uh, but, you know, it's still a month or two before they'll get the vaccine. So I don't think here and in and, and other places that are seeing similar resurgences, there's going to be any major progress until the vaccinations get up. So back to uh, gaming news, We've got the, the new campaign starting of global relocation. Uh, with the, uh, you know, and we're playing the extended rule set, as I, as I alluded to, with the, the COVID-19 uh, restriction rules as we uh, try to find houses, uh, get my son into school, uh, which uh, is, is actually, con- considering, again, the restrictions, uh, moving along as quickly as it can. Uh, he's got to have an interview uh, with limited uh, attendance, so just one parent, and they're trying to distance it, but at least the kids in Queensland weren't out of school that long and are wearing masks and they're keeping them distant so that hopefully they're trying to minimize the potential, uh, you know, outbreak of a case and, and its spread. So that's going along. Got a car, remembering to keep myself on the left side of the road. And that's about it. Not even much personal gaming. Again, just, <laughs> just, just due to the schedule. But um, as I talked about, I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get a little more Cthulhu, maybe towards the end of the year. Um, I've got some, I had to back out of games that I either intended to or, or tried to set up, mostly due to the time difference. Uh, now, the good news to that, and again, it hinges on the, the way that we can control COVID, is there are a couple pretty active RPG groups in the Brisbane area. The DCC one has not done much lately. I'm hoping that once we can get in person again, I can help spur that on. Uh, But there are other RPG groups and they are starting in limited numbers to meet again. We'll see if that continues and hopefully I can get enough progress on house and everything else to free up some weekend time. But right now it's just uh, back to to the grindstone. Other things that I found that that are interesting I had mentioned uh, Cthulhu and found with that 
many of you may know, but in getting into some of the Cthulhu podcasts, I had been familiar with the uh, Good Friends of Jackson Elias game, excuse me, gaming podcast. And, and I guess it's not just gaming. It's also kind of all types of uh, Lovecraftian horror lore. But the other podcast that I really started to listen to and again, knew about it, but just never, because I, I at the time wasn't interested in Cthulhu, never bothered. The Miskatonic University podcast is one I've really been enjoying. And in particular, they have a new host, uh, Bridget, who is fantastic. And it's really been pretty exciting to see because she has a great RPG you know, origin story. And I kind of like her and the chemistry with Murph and Dave. It looks like the current hosts uh, have. So I've listened to a few of the more recent episodes over the last month and done a few in the back catalog, and it's helped keep me interested. And I know Che has been talking about basic role-playing, the Chaosium set, and, you know, I had, I think I left him a message, I had gotten into, well, it's actually Mithras, uh, the RuneQuest rule set. I'm going to lose track of the additions, because I had actually never played and was not familiar, but because of the bundle of holding or humble bundle special got into that and also found a smaller podcast that's actually putting out some content for it which is pretty pretty interesting and kind of nice to see Mithras matters so those are two additional podcasts I've gotten into uh, in addition to the rest and keeping up poorly with all of them so hopefully uh, we'll get a few other things going in the next uh, month or so um, and hopefully I can get a bit longer episode out in coming weeks. Maybe touch on a few topics. And yeah, looking forward to get, maybe getting a, a gaming group and get some in-person gaming. Um, and do need to get my son back to the table. Our Tomb of Annihilation campaign is, has stalled quite a bit. And again, we're trying to keep him as active as possible with work to get ready for school. And now that he's definitely old enough, work for cleaning up houses, helping family members here, etc. So it's hard to compete when he has some downtime with Nintendo Switch and with <laughs> Netflix, especially when I don't necessarily have the same free time that he may get. So I will see what happens. Anyway, hope everyone is doing well. Hope you're staying safe, um, especially with everything going on in, in the North American. Hope you're trying to stay a little bit cool as the, the summer burns on. Cheers.